invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. Yo, episode 240, We Made It Podcast. Happy birthday, Caesar. Oh, yeah. Today is February 9th, but it was Caesar's birthday. He's trying to, like, you know, not smile and grin all hard because he loves this right now. He didn't know this was going to happen. Uh, It was Caesar's birthday yesterday, 2-8. He was born in 1945. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, happy birthday. Should I sing it? No, please don't. Um, Let me get that Portuguese. Okay, 240. Any other requests? Yes. Uh, happy birthday to Caesar. You know what I mean? It's his birthday. He got his uh, favorite player behind him. Uh, one African and one slick back hairdo. Uh, <laughs> one, one. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Um, hopefully, none of them are in the bleachers at any point. Yeah, de- definitely a cute picture, though. It definitely is a cute picture, but definitely didn't realize how tall Drugba is. Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, um, I know, but that's crazy. Um, yeah, another year, still here. Yeah, please don't find a tall building. Um, Caesar's back, you know what I mean? Uh, we're back. We made a podcast per usual every week since 2017. We got a few more months before the five-year anniversary. And yes, we are still the most hated black podcast. We might as well be some kind of like KKK soccer podcast at this point. We're the proud boys of soccer. (laughs) Yeah, literally the most hated. Um, But it's all good. We got a lot to talk about today. Um, We, Caesar and I both watched the Neymar limited series on Netflix, three episode series, and we're going to do a review of that. And yes, I do have three pages of notes. Three episodes, 10 minutes of credits. <laughs> and uh, and we got some other topics. We're going to talk about, obviously, Senegal winning the uh, African Cup of Nations. Portugal didn't enter this season. I don't know why. Um, we're going to talk about Catman, a.k.a. Kurt Zuma. Uh, Mike Vic Zuma. Uh, Mike Zuma? Mike Vic. <laughs> and uh, there's some news out of Chelsea I want to mention, and maybe we'll talk about Wayne Rooney being a terrorist also. Um, <laughs> so he's like, "What are you talking about?" But Caesar, dog, we had to, um, we had to, we had to watch this documentary about your Aquarius brother over there. Y'all born in the same country. These guys are born the same day. Them two? Yeah, Ronaldo and the Neymar share a birthday. Yeah, not surprised. Both yeah, only legends are born in in, in February. Gucci said it himself. Um, about emotional babies, but um, Can yeah, this about Gucci, but okay. <laughs> um, this documentary did come out basically a month ago. It came out on uh, January 11th. We're just watching it now, and also I want to mention LeBron James was an executive producer. I put that as a note too, stealing my notes. Executive <laughs> produced by Lebronius James. Yeah, I mean, which you means know, he just funded it, but okay. Yeah, there were some other uh, EPs, but you know, he was one of them. Um, but yeah, they you know they started out. They were like, oh, like we want to. Basically, it started out kind of focused on the haters, and I'm like, oh, that's typical Neymar behavior there. <laughs> um, 
I was I thought it was interesting that the first people that um he had to like talk about him, uh like other players were Messi, Mbappe, and David Beckham. Yeah, the Beckham thing was kind of wild. <laughs> I'm like, you're really y'all are really doing something here. Um, okay, I'll continue. Oh, I don't even know what you're doing, but okay. Oh, so we already started. Just, we already started. You're just okay, saying can I, stuff. Can the I begin- the- no, no, okay, no. Okay. Now can I, I say, talk. Can I say the first thing that I found annoying? What? You know, I mean, they got your boy Tiago Silva over here talking. And he's like, oh, um, you know, some players were jealous when uh, Neymar arrived to PSG. And they showed Cavani. I was like, whoa. I don't think they meant that. I I, I know. The I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't gather it from that. Either. I know the subtleties of media. Like, I know what they're doing. And I don't think Tiago Silva was necessar- necessarily saying that. But they did. When he said that, they did show Cavani. I was like, don't, don't, don't play. The goat out like that. Who's also born in February? Not you getting offended anyway. Also born in February. Come Apart. on. Huh? What what date? Late February? Valentine's Day. Okay. He uh, he made the cut. Okay, <laughs> look at yeah. Caesar uh, on the dates now. Okay. Um <laughs> I thought the beginning was pretty cool because um I did enjoy uh some of the flashbacks. Um, I you know, th- th- for me, I think the like my most memorable first Neymar game ever was his Libertadores win against Penarol of of uh, of uh, Uruguay. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Um, I thought. Okay. <laughs> don't be trying to. Don't be trying to. Like he didn't know he existed back then. I don't but, care. I don't care. But um, I knew Uruguay existed. <laughs> barely. Um, yeah. So I. Uh, it, I think it was a good layout. It was easy to follow, especially in the beginning, and then. Um, uh, but you could definitely tell that it was, especially towards the documentary, it, well, when it stopped being filmed, because they had to write in some text about things that have happened since then. This uh, which is which going to the third episode. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, sure. Documentary started off good. Go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> Another year, New Year, same me. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I thought it was interesting. The this is in the first episode. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Just go ahead. Um, Mbappe was saying that um, when when he was saying like, oh, when I arrived at PSG, the plan was to support Neymar because he's the star and he's the cornerstone of the team. I thought that was a little bit racist, you know what I'm saying? Because you do have the black uh, Uruguayan legend Cavani there, but that's fine. Um, but I, I mean, I thought that was because Mbappe, Neymar like signed in whatever month that was, and Mbappe was like a few weeks after. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like that's that's cool that he came in without that ego. Like you know, I'm just gonna like try to help. Like yeah, obviously Neymar's the best player and he's the star. Yeah. I, I was joking. He came but, out at 19 years old. Of course, you're supporting Neymar. Yeah, and so I thought that. I mean, you know, but he could have ego at that age too. I think he was 18 actually. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought that that was cool that he was like, you know, I'm just there to support Neymar and like because he's the cornerstone of the team and didn't really work that way. And are, are we going? Are we going to go episode by episode? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Good. We're going chronologically, sir. <laughs> Yo, ass is over here. <laughs> I thought we are just summarizing the show, my bad, but go ahead. Yeah, we are, but we got to go with episode by episode because, you know what I'm saying, we got to make sense. Understood, understood. 
<laughs> no, because in episode three, uh, but anyway, um, okay, so I, I know you remember this part in the first episode. Uh, roll your eyes one more time, I dare you. Um, when uh, Neymar came back to Brazil and he was like giving his son the birthday present and he like put the books in the box like to try to trick him. Um, <laughs> but it was really like a scooter in there. I thought it was really cool. His son was like, he was like, like he's like he's like it's looking at the books he he wasn't even really that mad but he was like dad these books aren't in english what are you doing yeah i was holding i was biting my teeth praying he wasn't gonna explode right there i was like please don't explode kid this is a camera crew here like, like, please, go crazy please don't be don't please don't be typical reality tv kid and go nuts and his son was just like kind of calm he was like yeah but you're like his son kind of clapped back at him he's like yeah well these books ain't english idiot <laughs> like he, he's he's like these books if you're gonna give me like, these books supposed to be in english i'm not i'm supposed to be reading english books I'm like damn okay sure. <laughs> right he said, he, he said if you're gonna get me at least get me right <laughs> he probably speak better english than they are um but but it was cool because he wasn't even mad about the books he was like he was like okay but no and my favorite note from episode one i think that uh, I know, especially with a Neymar documentary, we're all like excited, I guess, to just rip on a guy. But I'll say, I think it's really cool that he has a really good relationship with his baby moms. It seems like, um, at least, at least from what I could tell, like they seem to have a good relationship. She spoke good things about him too, um, um, and and it seemed like they have a lot of, um, you know, just interactions where they're around each other. Like that, that's good. I think that's healthy also um, because. I know we look at him as a superstar, but there's real people around him, such as a child. And it looked like a pretty cool situation. And seems like it's a pretty cool bond with his kid is as, as much as you can have, too. So well, that was I was nice do, to see, at least documentary-wise, it was nice to see that. I do have some theories about that, but we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, I thought that part was cute. Um, but, you know, there, there was a lot of people in that room, in, in that apartment, you know what I'm saying? So I started looking around and I was like, are there any dark-skinned people because Caesar and I had that conversation recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like looking around, like, is there any dark, is there any dark skinned people? <laughs> no. And and, and then I'm like I, Ronaldo's friends. And then I and then I thought, I was like, I wonder if Neymar think like thinks of himself as the only black guy there. No, because, I don't think so, because he has that best friend Chris that's like the same tone as him. Uh, that one dude that, that's always next to him. He has that best buddy that's always with him. Like, I think his what? name is like Chris somewhere that. He, they're well, like he, literally the same to me. I think they're literally the same. They look look the same almost. Well, he wasn't there. I don't know. Like he wasn't there, but um, because because remember we had the episode is Neymar black, and then he came out later on saying that he is black. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm looking at these people around you. They're not. They don't. I don't think they're calling themselves. Yeah, black. where's Neymar's dad's family at? <laughs> oh, but like, but like, I'm just like, I wonder if he ever thinks about that, and he's like, "Well, I'm the only black guy," you know what I mean? Like, all my yeah. friends are not black. I, I wonder. Yeah, he might. Um, they showed his dad after that. Obviously, I mean, his dad throughout the whole thing, but um, a lot. Um, <laughs> his dad was saying how he tried to teach him to be a leader early. Um, what the hell? Okay, I can't really read what uh, I can't really read what I said right there, but um, yeah, his dad was trying to teach him early uh, about being a leader because, like, I guess there was some play where, like, this is when Neymar is a youth player and he's like, like the other like his teammates didn't run, so Neymar didn't run, and his dad like screamed on him and was like, "Don't just stop running because your teammates didn't do it. Like, you got to be the leader." And I'm like, "That's cool. It didn't really stick with him. That's not really his swag." But um. Like he's not really a leader like that. Caesar, don't okay, Caesar, hold on. Cause nah, cause you know what? No, we gotta take a break right now. Because 
this is all stuff you've said, okay? I'm not I'm not here to bash Neymar. You bashed him more than me, actually. I don't I never I don't think Neymar is like some lazy player. I, I didn't say that. See, I didn't say that. I, I don't say that. I never said that either. Okay, well, Caesar, we don't have to say what you said about him, but I said a leader. I didn't say lazy. Okay. <laughs> he's not really like the leader type, but he's definitely not lazy by any means. No. But I like how you just tried to put words in my mouth right there. That was clever. Well, you tried to get me first, though. I, was, I saw what you No, doing. because I know what you've said about Neymar. <laughs> I know what you've said, too. Um, yeah. Uh, I should be honest with you. I came uh, first episode. All I, could, I kept saying to myself, I really hate Neymar's dad so much. I've always not liked Neymar's dad. I've always, always not liked this man. Um, since the first interaction, he reminds me of, like, a love, like uh, the Ball Brothers' dad. Um, just a Brazilian birth version. Um, I think it's, and, and I think Neymar had a very poignant statement about him that came through in a later episode, but I guess I'm not allowed to talk yeah, about we'll it. Yeah, we'll get so to I'm that hard. later. Okay. We'll dog, get to that later. Jesus. Anyway, so um, yeah, I don't really like Neymar's dad. Uh, I've always had issues with overbearing uh, uh, career fathers, especially in sports, um, and also fathers who, impose themselves in professional positions in their child's lives um i think that can be difficult to intertwine relationship and professional relationships so he showed it throughout too especially they did the little cute cut where he's just like well i want to do this my way i'm like okay let's okay cool guy let's just get going i know these i know how the brazilian dudes are you're just doing this cool stuff right now you got tear away glasses i already got issues with you so um he got the magnet glasses we already got beef um yeah, so I didn't really, but you know, I mean, obviously it worked out and stuff because Neymar's doing great, but yeah, yeah he did all right. Um, his youth coach at Santos is dark skin. Your boy Lima out there, and I, I did catch that racism you had right there. So against, Pele, I, I did catch that racism you had against Brazilians right then, but I was fathers. No, no, you said I know how Brazilians are. That's racist. Brazilian, I said Brazilian dads are. No, you didn't. Um, yes, I but, did. Okay, well, we'll you you want me to? Uh, are we the, doing the damn show or what, dog? No, damn, because you're mad because I want to go chronologically. That's why. <laughs> See, this is your birthday. It's his happy birthday, not it's grumpy not birthday. birthday. I was born yesterday. <laughs> so I was born at the night. Show gonna come out three days from when I was. <laughs> I was born at night, not last night. Um, yeah, his his youth coach. Okay, I, I I don't know why you said and Pele, but you know what I mean. Uh, Yes, his youth coach, dark skin. Yes, I'm looking for dark skin people. Is that a sh- is that a crime? I get to. <laughs> is I get that to- the focus of the documentary? Are we going to talk about the documentary? You're looking for dark skin people. D- did you see the nanny? She was dark skin though. I was like, damn, Neymar, like that, like that. I was like, damn, doggy. But anyway, um, I don't know if you've seen that dude. There was like a some bar uh, by Santos uh, Stadium. He had the Santos. Uh, crest uh, tattoo on his forehead that was hilarious that, that's that's a real certified that's a certified supporter dog that's an ultra right there my friend that's a real ultra you you ain't getting a haircut if you're a flamingo <laughs> um they talked on the first episode about his time when he went to madrid uh when he was a kid um, crazy i didn't even know that yeah um it was funny when he was like uh he was like yeah the food's different he was like they put avocado on everything he was like, I was like damn sneak dissing he was like, damn, why are you putting avocado on everything? He really was going on about that. <laughs> um, and 
He, he's so much of a distant Bafarian, but okay. Uh, yeah, I saw that part too when he talked about um, him going to, to Madrid, and I thought that was a uh, – I didn't know about his youth thing there, and um, I thought it was kind of interesting. He was like, oh, I want to go back home. Um, I'm like, yeah, well, damn, he's 14 or whatever. Jesus Christ, of course he wants to go home. But, yeah, yeah. That, that's crazy. It's first, yeah. He said it was his first time overseas too, which is nuts. Yeah. I mean, like his dad wanted him to stay there, and, I, I mean, I, I understand, like, you want – you know, you, you at that age, you don't know like what's going to happen with your kids, so you probably want. And them you to, see the facility difference, like Jesus Christ. Dude. Yeah, like you want them to be in a better environment. I mean, I understand Neymar wanting to go home at that age, but there are a lot of kids that leave their parents home at that age in soccer. So, uh, uh, Messi, one of them. Yeah, and and Messi and I was like fourteen when he went to Barcelona's academy. Yeah, I think he was thirteen, and and yeah. I would imagine like on some level too, which is this part is definitely not fair, but I can imagine too Neymar's dad being like. Like, I wish I had this opportunity. Like, you should take it, you know? But what you going to do? Um, yeah, Neymar didn't want to stay at Madrid. Um, they kind of skipped away. Uh, they said that in 2010, Neymar made $11 million. Now, I don't – they weren't really specifying. Is Are they saying $11 million or, like, Brazilian dollars? I, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> like, I don't know about what was going on with his dad. His dad definitely, like, flexing some numbers on this show. Uh, once again, talking about assets and stuff, I'm like, okay, um, we didn't really watch for this, but all right. I mean, um, I think I think we did kind of though. I don't think I came into that documentary trying to find out how much he made and stuff. That wasn't really what I cared about. Well, well, um, well it's, it's Neymar's documentary. It's his life. No, man. I mean, he's over here talking about like, oh, what? And he kept doing his damn uh, talk about the whole Neymar, uh, the the nucleus and all this. I'm like, okay, dog, we, we get it, we get it. You set up a whole thing for your son. All right. Um, well, but I think Neymar wanted to show that too, though. A little bit, because actually Neymar had some also interesting comments about that, which I'm not allowed to talk about yet. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, you that part what? was good. I thought it was really cool that they pointed out how, you know, a lot a lot, a lot, lot has gone on about Neymar and, and uh, was he overrated, whatever. But I think that people were talking about that when he was younger. One of my big defenses is that when you talked about Neymar being overrated, I know you never watched the game before or really watched him play. Because he was one of the most there's you watch players today, no one was is doing what he did in the league that year. Also, he did win, once again, as they said on the show, the first Libertadores for Santos since 1964. That's a huge, huge deal because Santos has had stacked teams before, like stacked to the brim. They're not some like it wasn't just a golden year for them. Everybody knows all the talent comes out of Rio. It's the real Rio Talentville. And uh, the, especially when it comes to Brazilian League, those are always at least one top five team that's from Rio. And uh, that's incredible that they do that. So, um, you know, he did win that, which is crazy for an 18-year-old to, to be the leader, forefront leader of a team winning the Libertadores. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> what's the name? Um, a little bit after that, they did talk about Neymar, like the company that Neymar has around him in our sports. Mm-hmm. Um, mentioned they have uh, 215 employees. I did write um, – I did right. They're 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 better not be paying paying them slave wages. Um, Probably are because Brazil's minimum wage is like uh, three dollars and twenty cents in American dollars. Well, I hope I hope I hope this company is not giving the kind of lower tier employees slave wages. And I was looking at them board meetings, and I did not see no dark skinned people. Um, and um, this is what I'll say in, uh, about Neymar's dad that I gathered from the first episode. Um. <clears throat> It doesn't seem like he really believes in Neymar. And like I, like I wrote, it doesn't seem like he really believes in him or he's jealous. Like it's one or the two or both because 
like either that or he's just like he's just like over over it but like he feels like he has to be there because of like what they've built but it doesn't seem like he really believes in like i think obviously he knows he's talented but i don't think he believes in him like in his mentality really oh like like as a player yeah like i don't think he believes in him in like his mentality hmm. or or he's jealous I think he's kind of jealous, um, and I, I think his dad is jealous because there's a lot of. Hold on. Hopefully, that's not the cat. Don't get don't don't be doing that Kurt Zuma stuff. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it's more like. A little bit of jealousy. I think he gets like that um, wanting to feel more important. I think he wants to feel more important. Um, You know, and and I think that there's situations that, you know, conversations that happened at the documentary where Neymar talks about not liking the way his dad kind of does dealings and converses with people and uh, how he runs things. And it's also, well, here I go again. So I'm going to stop. But yeah. Um, it just seems like I think that his dad kind of has this like d- doesn't know what his role is really, and um, they may have had some uh, disagreements in the past that makes him feel like maybe he can't get the job done, and he's kind of just like a little bit over, it, but he has to be there anyway, it's just because it would look bad if he dipped now. Like it would be because everything that happens in anymore is a headline, no matter what. He is a megastar, yeah. So like if he were to dip. The way the media enjoys just like Bam ripping into Neymar, they would do that quickly with him. I'm playing, but it, it, they would they would make something out of it. They'd make a meal out of him dipping and be like, "No, he's no longer there." Uh, like he's now now Neymar's a loose cannon, that kind of thing. So it's like they would it would just be bad headlines. So he just kind of has to stick it out. Yeah, and I, and I think he, that- he did make several comments talking about how this is a forever and. You don't. You ain't gonna be here ten more years, five more years. So he kept making these comments, and I'm setting you up for life after this. You can take over the company after this. So it's interesting to see he kept bringing that up over and over about like life after the sport, which is a good thing to bring up. But it was interesting he kept bringing it up in his documentary. Like I don't think. Like I mean, I didn't really watching it. I didn't like get a a negative like much of a negative feeling towards him. I just feel like he's like he has a role with Neymar as a parent. And he's probably like, I don't want to be your parent anymore. Like, like, it seemed like he's like, I want you to like, kind of grow up and like, you kind of handle some stuff more. But can I keep it real with you? hmm. I'm going to push back on you because I feel like I gathered it differently because I'm listening to it in Portuguese. Maybe that's why I felt that way. Um, And maybe reading it, if I was just reading it, I would just be interpreting it differently, like subtitle wise. But like listening to like the words spoken and like the, like the way in Portuguese, I don't know. Like I just just didn't get like the most comfortable vibe, if I'd say that. Um, well, yeah, I, and maybe I, I don't that's think why I kept writing over and over. Why I don't? I'm not really a big fan of him. I mean, we already talked about on this podcast before the sentiment about Neymar being a snake, and they call him a cobra in Brazil to make the his sounds or whatever about him. And um, and 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 I've said things on the show about how I felt about Neymar, and that's out of place of passion, not even we know. That's not a, honestly a parasocial passion. Um, to we be know. honest with you, uh, don't make me so, say it. Don't make me so say it. That I thought he's not an intelligent footballer. <laughs> you know, is, that, is that what's so damaging? Let me just say that I totally disagree. But go ahead. 
Okay, wow. You really he really go off king. Go off king. Man, you really just you got you <laughs> stuck your neck out on that one disagreeing. Um probably more people disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, because y'all are terrible. Y'all are mean. Okay. Anyway, so um yeah, I just think that uh I just don't get a good vibe from his dad and and it is what it is. I mean, I can be completely wrong cuz I don't know the man, but well, I just didn't feel comfortable. Well, I mean, I'm a I agree with you in a sense. Like I said, I think that I I feel like he doesn't really believe in him or or he's jealous. I don't know, obviously, but I think that like like you can sense frustration at least. And his frustration is with Neymar. It doesn't seem like it's with like the situation and I could imagine like, you know, Neymar is like grown now, you know, like he's probably just like, damn dude. Like, like he, he, it seems like he's like waiting for Neymar to grow up some and like, he's frustrated. Like, and, 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 it, and honestly, like we got to think about the time that this is being recorded too. Like back then it was like headline after headline after headline right now. It's not like that. Like it's, he's kind of been out of the news for a while now. Like we don't really hear, we don't hear nothing about Neymar these days. He's injured and like Messi came and it was like, then the Mbappe stuff, we don't really hear that much about him. But back then, like 2019, it was crazy. So he was probably frustrated in that sense and like trying to keep his image positive because that's really his role as like, it's basically just PR. We're trying to keep your image positive, but everybody in Brazil is calling you a snake. There's all this stuff about uh, since you left uh, Barcelona, there's all these headlines and he's probably just like, damn dude, like, can you help me out? (laughs) Yeah, for real. I mean, but what are we going to do? He did, his dad did say that uh, when Neymar got the girl pregnant, that it was the first family crisis. (laughs) And uh, wait, when did I write this? Yeah, he said it was the first family crisis. And then he went on to say it's not a big deal. Raising a kid is easy. And then I'm um, saying it's, I'm like, you don't even, okay, all right, man. So it was a family crisis when the child was born. And then also, like, it's all good. It's easy. Raising a kid is easy, especially when you have money. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, is, I, it a, so is it a crisis or not, Pops? What's well, going well, on it here? seemed like he, it seemed like it, he thought it was a crisis when he found out she was pregnant. And he's like, like, is it yours? Like, what's the deal here? But, like. Mm. I wonder, you know, First I mean, now, now, now I'm looking at this boy, I'm looking at him and I know that, you know, it can get all mixed up. You know what I mean? Like, well, it, I, I finally got to see the mom. Was so I was like, you know, I'm like, damn, dude, look at, not even a little bit like Neymar. Like, uh, it is, it is kind of rough. Like his dad might be like, look, you can get a paternity test. <laughs> and Neymar's probably like, nah, dude, like, nah, it's mine. Fool. Maybe, like, maybe Neymar's based though. He might be based. You might be like, no, it's my baby. Oh, I ain't get no pressure. No, it's my might, baby. Maybe Neymar might be base. He might just be like, look, man, I don't want to know. I'm gonna give this kid a good <laughs> I'm not life. gonna call I, that base. I can respect it. That's base, I'm, dog. I'm not calling that base. How's it not base? Does not want to care about the paternity test. Sound like a trick to me. Um, but anyway, let's get off to episode two. You know what I mean? Because uh, I did put a, I did uh, do them that way, and uh, we can see I'm, how happy. I'm very Caesar, good, you did that. <laughs> see how happy Caesar is about me being accurate. Or accurate, as uh, DJ Khaled would say. Um, episode two starts off with um, Neymar getting to Barca. They spent a little bit of time on his early struggles, but um, they didn't spend too much time on that because uh, obviously Neymar was balling at Barcelona. Then they got to the 2014 World Cup, which Caesar attended. 
Um, that didn't end too well for Neymar. We remember him getting um, boy caught that knee in the back. They were saying that he couldn't, he might never walk again. I was like, God damn. Well, Batman's conspiracy theories about that. I, I, yes, she did. Yes, she did, dog. Yes, no, she I did, did back then. Yes, I did back did. then. Okay, I know. I'm saying back then. Yeah, I'm but, saying but, right now. But not even, not anymore. Yeah, me either. Uh huh. Uh. <laughs> It felt actually. It was actually really nice to re rewatch those images and videos because I um I kind of forgot about how the tournament was progressing beforehand. Um, Brazil was uh, balling. Brazil, Brazil was really good. That was actually a really good team too. When you think about it, that was a balling team. Um, and it's kind of crazy. Uh, I, I guess you know what? Maybe I have a different experience because I didn't. I was in. I was at the World Cup. And I only got to watch every other team but Brazil play. Yeah. And I only watched Brazil play on TV with the family. So it's like, I guess I my my experiences of being in the World Cup and poor and poor in person overshadowed my experience of what I usually is, where I'm just watching Brazil with the most passion. You know, I'm I'm getting just overwhelmed by emotions from watching stuff in person. I mean, so when were- I got to watch back, I'm like, damn, like. Really cool to see so much yellow out in the crowd. The support looked really dope. Um, the venue looked really good too. Like it just all looked really cool set up. And um, Neymar was like, they were balling. He looked crazy good. They looked balling. Like he was coming off a great year too. That was a nuts year for Barcelona. So it was like perfect timing. Back then, you were still supporting uh, U.S. men's national team. We were still uh, rocking for them back then. Absolutely, heavy dude. I mean, I, I was the one, I was the one getting uh, yelled at by my family whenever USA was doing good, even though I scored like three goals the whole tournament. <laughs> I was getting hype off those goals. I was going crazy at the crib, and it, it calling did. calling Bam on Viber. <laughs> it ended shortly after that. It did, but I didn't see it ended live. I got to see the Wando with. Um, so, um, do you yeah. remember? You remember we were at uh, we had played soccer in San Diego at San Diego State, and uh, we were like talking with us. Like it was either Martez's brother and like some of his friends about USA is going to make it out of the group, and they were like, "Y'all are crazy." <laughs> I mean, they were right. I mean, we were right, but uh, it definitely ended uh, sombersome for them. I mean, uh, they, they, but they, to be fair, to look back at it, to be fair, you I didn't really think about it at the time, but USA did lose to what was coming up to be one of the strongest teams and 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 uh, generational talents ever. That 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 had like a young Lukaku who was like a monster. They had a, a baller team going on there. Uh, I Origi mean, was looking crazy. I remember watching. Uh, I remember I, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, I remember watching uh, Lukaku and Origi live, and I was like, well, how did, how, who are these Belgium guys, and how did they get basketball players to be good at soccer? Like, they were just way bigger than American players and just going crazy fast. I was watching. I kept turning to my grandma like, what the hell are we supposed to beat this? <laughs> like this? And I was shocked it was 0-0. I was like, this is insane. We should definitely be losing 8-0. I remember Vincent <laughs> Company running up and scoring. I think he scored what, a goal. Wasn't that the game Tim Howard had like nine saves or some stupid number of saves? Yeah. Yes. It, was, it was Tim Howard versus the world at that point. Yeah. Um, Wanda Whiff, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Brazil was a peak team. Um, they had a, a great squad. Young, very young, shaped Marcelo. Like, um, they had a great team. Devil Luiz was balling that year, too. And uh, a great team. But it, just, it really just didn't work out for them. And that Neymar injury, like, damn, like, when I watched that video they played back, I'm like, damn, that's a crazy, dirty play. Like, oh, I didn't yeah. really think about how dirty it was because, like, it just kind of, like, passed or whatever or, you know, in the moment. And I was very, like, American soccer fan back then. 
But looking back, I'm like, damn, that's a that's a real dirty play because it's like six yards away from the ball. I remember the the player didn't get a card for it either or anything. Like he didn't get anything. He didn't get a red card, nothing for it. That's, that's a straight red. That's off the ball, like completely ir- uh, unnecessary tackle. And looking at when the impact happened, I'm like, damn, like what if that really like could have that could have broke his tailbone or something like that? That's straight knee to, t- to spine. Like yeah, that that could have been really no. Honestly, I, I I used to look back thinking he was weak because you know we're like young or dumb, whatever. But I'm like, damn, it could have been a bad injury, like for real. It, it, it like it's it's so close to not being that serious because if his momentum is going forward and that guy does that, it won't hurt that much. But if you're going back a little bit, yeah, the, the collision. It, because yeah, I, collision. I think after like watching, especially like combat sports, or whatever, like I always see people just getting destroyed by knees and stuff. I'm like, I mean, this guy's literally doing a flying knee to someone's like tailbone. I mean, well, I don't even higher, see that. I don't see that. Bone. I don't see that in fights. I don't know how that's going to translate well. When you're also not expecting it, what do they say about soccer? The the worst injuries, the ones that you're like not expecting, right? Like yeah. that's when you get rocked. So, damn that that that, and that really was just like, um, Neymar had made a comment about how he still has like lingering issues uh, from that injury back then. Like he probably still he still feels stuff from back then. So that's a crazy injury, and uh, it, it completely destroyed Brazil. Then obviously everyone's favorite meme thing ever was the Germany game and stuff, but. Damn. And um, I did write down. Uh, <laughs> okay, I didn't write down. That's for the next World Cup, not this one. 2014, never mind. But yeah, Neymar was very cool, but it's a damn shame what happened in Brazil. Yeah, I mean, and I think that um, that's what deflated Brazil. Like, Neymar is the best player by far, and you can't really replicate that. Um, that really, that really. Brazil is world renowned for its talented players. And Neymar was like the most, like he was that it kid. Right. And when that happened to Brazil, the mental recovery was out like ridiculous. Like people just being Brazilian was almost embarrassing. Like you talk to Brazilians and like every, everybody that find out was someone Brazilian. I remember even for me was like always getting memed about the Germany game, like all the time. Like, Oh, Six two, like, <laughs> like you're like, okay, dog, like, okay, like, and just over and over, it's happening. So that's I can only imagine being a player. Like you're actually living that life. How much harder that is for you too? Like kind of bouncing back, and it took Brazil a while, like to even get back to like their feet. Absolutely. Um, um, let me skip this part. But um, they 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 go to after the World Cup, and they go into the 2014-15 season which was the big season for Barcelona. Um, Luis Suarez mentioned that um, when he got there, that between him, Neymar, and Messi, like nobody looked at each other. Like they were um, better than one another. And yeah, that's that's the year they won that trouble. Um, yeah, that was like, that was insane that season. They were ridiculous. Um, yeah, they were, they were nuts. Um, uh I don't know how much in depth they're going to go into it, but I did write down also myself, like I definitely have a different, that documentary definitely kind of have, gave me a little different outlook on MSN. Um, that team was pretty nuts. Um, it, was, it was annoying. It was, they were, they were too good. It wasn't fair. It, it really was like <laughs> peak peak um, moments. I, 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 uh, yeah. When, when Luis was able to actually run and stuff, it's nuts how good he was. And Neymar was starting to get, crazy crazy good and i remember actually defending neymar his first season because he only had like 11 goals 12 assists and i remember talking to you about that i'm like i really think that they're kind of being like 
stupid about this because I feel like if a guy comes in at, at 20 some years old is dropping 11 and 12, that's phenomenal. Like that's a great year, man. Like, that's not yo, bad. like I know they paid a lot for you, but like, that's crazy. Like, you know, yeah. he might not have, he might have not been having like the best games, but like mm-hmm. he still was productive. Yeah. And then, I mean, you're, you're trying to find yourself playing in a whole new side of the world. That's insane, dog. Yeah. Everybody always overestimates. Everybody, I think, over comp. Everybody underestimates how difficult it is for Latin and South American based players to transition to Europe to play. They just automatically be seen because they're good. They're supposed to do good. But it's like, that's crazy. Just, it's crazy to ask for. So when they, like, it's just, it's just asking a lot. So it, it was a nuts transition, but that team got real nuts real fast. Yeah, and it's also not easy for another player to for a player like Neymar to play with Messi. Like I feel like you have to adjust your like a player like Neymar has to adjust his game so much to be successful alongside Messi. And that, that team had that. the culmination of the perfect youth and and, and and prime players with Iniesta being in his 30s in good shape. Xavi still there being annoying and passing the ball great. The back line still healthy. Great bench players like Cesc Fabregas, so many good players on that team. It was just Stats. N- there was no wonder like Real Madrid fought that got got beat that year oh two I think they went oh two in, in Clasico that year too that team was just too good though that's ridiculous no they were insane um after that after they were showing that there were some um there were some journalists that honestly I didn't really like the journalists they were having I didn't there. like the journalists I didn't like the other random dude uh. The 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 professor of communication or somebody that had all these crazy opinions. I'm like, well, was he French or the French journalist? I didn't like, and I, there was another guy who was like Spanish. He was like, a, okay, okay, he I was like remember. a communication analyst. I'm like, what what, what is this? What who yeah, is this? Like, well, why I, do I care about his opinion? Put me on there, then. I don't know. We put put a Brazilian on there. Like, what yeah. is this? I didn't really like the journalists. They were talking. They were. Talk- I like some of the people they had, honestly. Yeah. Um, and also, I like like this this guy that they mentioned. I, I, I should have wrote down his name. I didn't, but um, he was like um, you know, he was like Neymar makes a lot of headlines for stuff off the pitch, um, and he's like he isn't like Messi who knows his calling is football, and I'm like that's just like like, like there's no point in comparing him to Messi. Like there's a gazillion other players. Like like he's not as bad as like some other dude. Like who was the guy? Uh, uh, Joey Barton or something like that. Like he's not as bad as some other people. It, like, it's always kind of like sickening to me how obsessive people got to like how Neymar's supposed to behave. I thought that was always weird to me. Never has my um criticism of Neymar has been how he was supposed to act because never, I've always never. tried to treat young soccer players as how I would treat a young child actor. Like Dude, it's not like you have this crazy career that you can't control. Like you can't control your spotlight. Like, so we're all allowed to make growth and decisions and errors and privacy. And, and, and but his is always going to be publicized. Yeah. So it's like, I'm supposed to expect some 19 year old to like understand how to be and how to act. And, and like to say like a calling, you don't get to do that because Nick Messi grew up and still of course became a megastar it was still protected an environment in comparison to neymar neymar became the face of south america and played in south america ask how different messi's career would have been if he actually played a season in, in lpf he didn't get to play a single season down there in, in, in primera federal whatever primera football he didn't play a single season there so it's like he, everybody talking about the, the he didn't that is a totally different experience he became a little rock star in a country with 
200 million plus people there okay that's a lot of people like insane, insane. yeah and and i'll say this too like my i've never really i've never had criticisms of neymar when it came to like off the pitch stuff i guess whenever the whole like situation happened with the uh woman we yeah. talked about it we it was allegations at that point like we didn't know what was going on but like but my my criticisms of neymar have never been like about how he is in his personal life even when and and i was i, I was kind of shocked they didn't show this but um even with the um that penalty situation with Cavani. Yeah, they didn't show it. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't even criticize Neymar. I was criticizing the formation and like how frustrated they were. And, uh, and, and same here. I was just with you when we were when I was overviewing and translating. Even I remember being in an apartment talking about the whole situation Neymar and the WhatsApp. It wasn't that I was necessarily critical about Neymar as a as a hu- fabric of a human being it was like if you found out one of your dogs is something wrong and you're just like damn yo you're just finding out the tea like it was just about like what was going on it wasn't like I'm questioning him as a as a overall human being I mean we're now, questioning we're you're questioning, questioning I'm questioning decisions he made but I'm not here to start like establishing whether good person but I'm not doing all that, that that's that's what's annoying I'm like oh come on Doug. There's and, thing. This is a sport, but also there's people involved. Like, please stop this. And and they're not even talking about that situation. They're like, oh, he parties and stuff. And I'm like, that's corny. Like, and it's racist, honestly. It, it I it was. I'm gonna just keep it real. I got really sick of seeing the things that they just kept bringing up about, like him, like really wanted to party and him being joyful. I'm like, okay, dog. There's they, a lot of players that you like to do the same thing. You just don't know. Just stop saying it over and over because I know what your agenda is with this. Like, they treat dog. Brazilian players like that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, stop, stop making Brazilians the fucking dancing. Uh, you know what I'm about to say? Yeah, like, <laughs> they're making them like some kind of dancing monkey. Like that's whoa, cool, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you're so you're a fucking gaslighter. <laughs> a certified <laughs> gaslighter right there. Say it. Say it. Whoa. <laughs> No, like it's what it felt like, and I'm like, okay, okay, producer, okay, let's go. Yeah, man. it's annoying. Um, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Let's get <laughs> um, they also talked about the uh, uh, remontada game where. Um, oh, I guess mm. this is getting into him moving to PSG. Um, yeah, which, so they, I so, about that too. So they talk about that match where they beat PSG. They came back from four 0 down and won. And, and and I remember us talking about it so much how Messi got all the praise, but it was all Neymar. Um, and Neymar went in went to work, dog. I didn't even realize that he had took the, taken that penalty, but um, I, I didn't know he took the penalty, and I didn't even remember. I, I remember the free kick. Yeah, I remember because I, I was screaming when that happened. I was like, Jesus Christ! First time I ever cheered for Barcelona in my entire life, only <laughs> because he did that. What that was back in my what was that was back in my like Barcelona lose, but Neymar score hat trick day. I remember I said it like, well, I want Barcelona to lose forever, but I want Neymar to score every game. <laughs> but I I totally forgot about that that penalty, and I didn't. That's kind of cool that uh, Suarez came up and said that like. Oh, like, like you, take you, it. you take it. That, that's okay. really dumb. Now, that's now really Caesar, dumb. I watched that him take that penalty, and Suarez apparently gave him that penalty. You know who wasn't really celebrating? Messi. Yeah. Go, if, if you if you look, if I you want to go look back, Messi, uh, Neymar scores that penalty. The Messi just looking like it, nothing happened. I was like, damn, dog, for real. But uh, his calling he, is he, he, has, he has no soul. It's okay. Seriously. Um, He's even so boring in interviews. Like, you're so boring, dog. <laughs> He's literally the most boring individual of all time. He's like, he literally he's just, nothing fun. I, I just wish he was speaking a language that nobody understands. Like, yeah. then at least I wish he had a translator. <laughs> like, at least it'd be interesting. I'm like, oh, I wonder what that word means. I wish he spoke dead language, like Celtic or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like Gaelic. He's yeah. speaking Gaelic. 
Like at least now you're boring because there's no idea what you're saying. <laughs> um, his dad mentioned that he didn't want him to leave Barcelona, but Neymar yeah. said that Neymar said he wanted to take that risk. I thought that was interesting too, and I, I think that was cool because that was kind of the that wasn't really the popular media uh, story at the time. I remember that's what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. Was, I, I remember. I vehemently said that. I'm like, I think that everybody's taking the wrong approach. I remember on the show saying that, like, I think that everybody's taking the wrong approach and you don't get to where you are in life. Especially like we talked about him being number three. We said it over and over. He's going to be that forever. And in the documentary verbatim is like Neymar saw that day when he, when they, when, when that articles, when Pia Barcelona pulled that off, nobody talked about how incredible Neymar was through both legs, like how much he put in work. Only we talked about how it was just him doing the whole season. Everybody was up and down. He did not stop, you know, and he talked about how they kind of all played bad. I'm like, yeah, you were balling though. I remember you balled out. So I think that when he saw it, everybody still really gave love to Messi. He was like, damn dog. Like, God, like I just want it for me. Sometimes one time he's like, I want that love. And to get to the top, you got to take that risk. And he knew that. And I know his dad, once again, another situation where his dad wanted to protect him. Obviously, like, lay man, like, it's a and, remember his dad said it's a comfortable situation. And, and, and You're protected here. And Neymar's ultimately, like, nah, dog. Like, and ultimately, his dad ended up being right. No, and of course, but everything in everything looks like a right decision in hindsight, right? No, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, and, and, and we could also been we two years ago, uh, 2020, we could have flipped it and been like, well, good thing Neymar took that risk because they were just a game. They were just that that final in the Champions League final. So you know, if, if just it is what it is. But like shit happens in in in, uh, in hindsight. But yeah, it, it was a crazy situation, and and um, Neymar wanted to take that risk, and that's something that we echoed on the show ourselves. Yeah, and honestly, I I didn't. I'm not saying his dad was right because like, oh, he was right, but like. He, you know, it was a 50-50 chance that that end up be right at the end. But, but there's that thing, like, you know, your kid. And I feel like his dad's like, okay, like, you want to like, go be that guy, but, you're not but I, that. Yeah. I know you're not like that. You know what I mean? And he's, he can't tell him that, but it's like, okay, like, go ahead and go ahead and take the chance. And it, 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 it took two years for Neymar to like be begging to go back under Messi. And, 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 you know, that's just what it is. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um. Damn. So, yeah. So then we're at the part where, where Neymar actually talks about openly for the first time. I really see open comments about it is in this documentary talks about pushing to go back to Barcelona. Um. Um. And I thought interesting comments by his dad is that we attempted to make this amicable. We tried to do this the right way. And it didn't work. So that's when the the end the end the interesting thing is this Neymar media team, which is a lot of random people that have comments about Neymar that pop up on the show. <laughs> like that lady is like, oh, Neymar would never do them. Like you're just an employee. Okay. But anyway, she she like they they obviously push media. And what were the stuff they were they were going hard media? I remember that was some hard campaign pushing to get him out of there. Um and I actually came up with a little Caesar thesis again, a Caesar thesis, little Caesar conspiracy theory that I think that there's a lot of correlation to what's going on that Neymar situation and how it turned out to what's currently going on with Mbappe. I think it's very consistent. Yeah, it's the same PSG thing. Stance. Yeah, it's big, big professional wanna, slavery. Neymar wants to go 
And they're like, I don't, I think, I don't know about the shake thing. That was a little wild when I heard that. No, the shake said no. I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know about all that. You guys are going hard. <laughs> I don't know about the whole global politics and you guys are going in right now. You're dropping the shake uh, term kind of loosely and I can't vet nobody, but okay, I'm just going to go Nasser. Nasser blocks it, right? Because he, he blocks it and they're like, Bar- Mar- Real Madrid made an offer, which I remember the offer, but it was like 260 million, whatever, more than his value of when he came to PSG. So they threw the bag to get Neymar to, uh, to go to Barcelona. Barcelona threw a bag more than what they originally paid for or received money, still said no. And apparently, like all oh, the shakes said, he would never sell him. Like, uncomfortable with the words. Um, that was a big uh, slave talk at that point. Big slave talk portion. I'm like, okay, and now you're dropping shit. You're trying to get me mad at that man. I'm mad at you, though. Don't, tr- don't try to get me going down south. I'm mad at you, France. <laughs> so, um, yeah, then I'm like, interesting the correlation between how Mbappe's comment was that I want to to leave and at least get PSG to get returned for my value. And they're like, hell no. And we're confident we're going to resign you. And it's like, well, now I'm just probably going to walk doc for free. And I'm sure that, and, and, you know, Bobby has honestly had nothing but good comments about Neymar in the past. Of course. And like, and I, I'm sure that he's like looking like Neymar, like dog, your only hope is just to get that free transfer to be honest with you. Like, cause he ain't going to let you walk chief. And if anybody could have got it to walk, it would have been me. And they said no to me. <laughs> it's like, so that's crazy. And I think maybe Mbappe's like, well, that's not going to happen. I'm French. I won the World Cup. Like, they're not going to do it to me. Surely they're not going to see me as a slave. I won the World Cup. Oh. <laughs> and they, they do, sir. They honestly do see you that way. Sadly. They, they cracked that whip on you, Mbappe. And, uh, yeah. Kind of crazy to see that little bit there. And I was like, I was sitting there. I was uncomfortable. I was like, that's. That's interesting how that's happening all over again, though. But now with their other star, hmm, I wonder how moving forward, how PSG's handling what their stars is going to be like. Well, I think, um, I mean, it's tough. We've seen it with other players. I remember mm-hmm. that was happening with Osman Dembele and stuff. PSG's mm-hmm. a bigger club. I mean, PSG's a big club. There's a lot of media around him, so you around them, so you get like more headlines about it. But I remember that time, um, and they showed the whole thing, like when he came back and they were booing him and stuff. They tried to they tried to act like it was like one match he was getting booed. I'm like, dog, no, 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 no. I'm like, y'all are Even funny. Even when he right scored now. that crazy goal, I remember we watched that and I was like, they wasn't really cheering for that goal. It was like, oh. like he was getting booed a lot more. Than that was just nuts, that one yeah. time, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that was, and, a wild, that was Chaco Silva was right though. That was a wild ass moment. I remember when I watched that video, I was like, God, they were going hard, yeah. and and that's how fans are. Like that's what it yeah. is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll say they they were just going in. You don't really see that in home team like that. That that's. I mean, I mean, it's tough, but I mean, but you also don't usually see like like a player is trying really hard to get out. It's public, and, and then and they also the player has to play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Usually it's like, for example, like the Ben Simmons, he just doesn't get play. They don't, just don't yeah, play him. Don't like, play him. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this dude's like legit starting. And then I'm like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> they, they told him, they're like, look, this is what it is. You better Run go out around. there. Go out there, boy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was an interesting situation. Um, Neymar had been there two years. He got injured both seasons. Um, did you see he, he, Neymar? Uh, Messi said that he stood. Oh, he he didn't know why. Yeah, he Neymar said he dipped. did. Yeah, he said he didn't know why he left, and he never found out the reason. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Also, and also, I, you know what I feel like? I feel like maybe Neymar. Because I look, dog. I know Brazilian. 
And I know Neymar tried to have that combo, or at least tried to. I know he tried to. He's emotional. I know he tried to have that combo with him. He really adores Messi a lot. I'm like, I know he wants to go to counsel to him or let him know. I just feel like you didn't pick up that phone, dog. I feel like you were kind of on your big superstar tip or whatever, walking around barefoot doing an interview. I, I just feel like he didn't. He missed it or didn't get the call. That's how I feel like it went down. Yeah, I don't. I don't really believe that yeah, either. He probably I was like, I was like, okay, dog. He probably told him. He probably was like, look, dog. Like he probably didn't tell him. Like I don't want to be in your shadow, but he's probably like, look, I think I'm gonna go. Like he was. Like, he was like, what do you mean? It's not sunset yet. Yeah, he's probably. They're probably like. He's probably like, look. I'm gonna go, and they they're offering a lot of money, and I gotta. I got two hundred forty. Give a whole spiel about it, and then Messi was like, "All right, see you tomorrow." Like, yeah, literally, like like Messi looked like he don't listen to nobody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I'm about to just tomorrow. Today's my last day. Cool man. See you tomorrow, Doc. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> okay. Uh, I won't say what we were saying about people from Argentina. I won't repeat it on here. Um, they're they're lovely. Um, sure, but yeah. <laughs> What's the name? Um, they so they went into the uh, 2018 World Cup in the sec- second episode. Too. You said you have something to say about that. Um, we were excited about this 2018 World Cup. Very hyped. Um, we were both four years from our initial real passion for the sport kicked off. So yes. after 2014, fir- a good year. Let's get weird. 2014, a good year for us. <laughs> this uh, is our first World Cup with the podcast. Whoa! Yeah, it was our first year with the podcast. We were hyped, and it was um uh Sochi, I believe, right? It was Russia, right? It was, it was like Russia, the yeah. Russia World Cup. Me and Ben were advocating uh, fly us out to Russia. We're trying to go watch these games. Me and Ben were at a great time. Guess not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would have been emotional. Neymar came out with the spaghetti hair. I remember Ben <laughs> bringing that up. The the ramen hair. Um, everybody was uh the game was nuts and. It was the, I will say it's quite commendable to know that you were the meme of 2018 and man, they threw all the good ones in there. They threw all the him roly polies, him rolling down that they, I'm just sad they didn't play the parallel song where him, but him rolling away also in that one, uh, him being a, a, a golf putt and everything that was nuts. That was yeah. Funny. Neymar, Neymar had a very, of course, answer to it and said, yeah, like, I don't want to be like that, but they're just hitting me a lot. Look, man, if I'm just if I'm if I'm average Joe watcher, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm not average Joe Neymar. I know you and I know the sport. Me and Bam have watched so much Neymar in our lives. I know when you you don't need to be taking some of that contact. That's your own fault, too. Like the Marseille game, there's situations where he took contact. I'm like, yeah, Doug, but you kind of, you kind of did it to yourself a little bit because you're doing the most of the time. You didn't need to do it. Now, is that a reason why you're a star? Yes, but it's also a thorn. It's also a double-edged sword too. And unfortunately, it's been a double-edged sword in critical situations such as Brazil 2018 now. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a bad injury after the 50, 555 rolls on the ground. <laughs> um, I remember. Injury, I'm sorry. He he was getting he was a uh, uh, diving a lot. That was that was really hard to watch. Honestly, and he like pissed too a lot. I was like, God damn, Doc. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm gonna keep it real. 
I didn't really care. Like I wasn't getting frustrated with him. Like get like the the rolling and stuff. I didn't really. I just thought it was funny. Like yeah, I, I wasn't mad watching. Yeah, Brazil. me neither. Because I'm, I'm honestly, trying to get them. Honestly, I'm trying to get them calls. Hey, we getting a free kick or what? Was yeah, like honestly, like because yeah. most of the times he is getting fouled, and yeah, yeah, it's it like it's kind of like damn, like you know, relax. Also, but let's let's keep it real about Neymar too. Let's keep it just really real. I like that Neymar doesn't always do that in the box though. Like no, he's not a big Neymar, guy. From the Neymar box. be trying to score for real. So when he does it, I'm like, yeah, at least he's like 40 yards away from the goal, though. Yeah. I'm like, if, if he was doing that in the box all the time, I'd be screaming. I'm like, Doc, can you just uh, put your foot through it? Like, just put your foot through it, then fall. Like, come to, on. To be man. honest with you, I feel like I've, I honestly, off the top of my head, I feel like I've never seen Neymar yeah. flop in the box. Like, no, not, I, not I feel like, I feel like he, he really be he really be trying to get that goal. He yeah. he is like deeper, but he plays like a straight up like real striker. Like he really yeah. tries to get that goal. Um. But yeah, but that that World Cup uh, didn't end that well for uh, Brazil either. Um, Belgium once again. <laughs> yeah, in the in the in the uh, yeah. didn't they lose in the third place match too? Who, who yeah, did they, they did? They, they went they, out to Belgium. And they went out it, to Belgium. That was the game where Lukaku was like running a four three everywhere. Oh my god! Yeah, he why was, why why did he decide to do that that day? He was were, so disinterested the whole tournament, kind of whatever. Then he was like, "Oh, Brazil's here. Let me just. I'm way bigger than everybody. Let me just start running around high speed." I'm like, "God damn, dog!" I just remember like Lukaku and Lukaku on counterattacks, just like going. <laughs> like running down the right side. I'm like, "Don't kill Danny Alves. Leave him alone, damn dog." You know, Marcelo don't play defense. Why are you running so hard? Uh, <laughs> it was like Brazil's team was good, but I mean, whatever. Like it's and then, then Felipe Luis. He was a baller back then too. Though, though. yeah. Um. And honestly, like I don't think it, I don't think anybody should ex- expect Brazil to win the World Cup. Like it's a hard tournament, but um, Th- that was a big one though because that was um that was like Belgium's first like international win against like a uh, tournament win against Brazil. Oh, and that was like the culmination of like how Belgium has ascended now, and Brazil's been kind of like teeter tottering as like a top five. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was that was a, a rough one. I thought Brazil definitely had a good chance that year too, but especially after Gabriel Jesus was kind of coming to the forefront, it was like a lot going on, and yeah, yeah, didn't happen. Um, no, dear, no, sir. Then uh, June, okay, so oh, oh, my note. Huh. Oh yeah, yeah. twenty eighteen. I never, I totally remembered that was when I kept talking about how much goddamn crying this team was doing, man. Oh my God. The, the crying that year was just nuts. Already Neymar is a certified massive crier. I mean, he talks about, he talked about crying every single episode, then talked about, I cried also. He talks about a past tense and he cries also. I'm like, damn dog. Okay, man, I know you cry. And then that season, every damn clip is everybody, uh, everybody with the big lip, the, the, the drool and like, like sad i'm like okay dog y'all are all crying like okay man here we go here we I, go brazil cry fest i remember you said after they beat costa rica you were so mad oh that, that that was the worst to me i'm not no when brazil beat chile i wasn't getting on brazil about crying it's a damn pk it's intense they've almost gotten not you beat costa rica I'm like, uh, dog, I'm not going to cry about beating a CONCACAF team, okay? I know everybody's scared of Joel Campbell, but let's just, I know that's the big issue here. Joel Campbell's iron, Kaylor Navas in the goal. It's a big problem out here. It was hard, but let's not cry. I mean, Neymar cried and like did the, he did the punt ball in the middle of the field. He's like, 
Let's go. Okay, no, we just beat Costa Rica. They got to be ranked 440. Like, come, uh, on, just, come on, dog. This is an island. This is a fucking island. Okay. It's come definitely on. not an island. Relax. <laughs> Compared to Brazil, it's, it's, it's Hawaii. Okay. Like, it's Hawaii to us. Okay. Just stop this. Okay. It's a connected island. Whatever, dog. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was very upset about that. I was, I, but I was already like, I'm always hard on Brazil, but that was annoying. Yeah, um crying league. What's the name? Um 2019 summer. Um they just kind of like skipped that rest of that season. Well, Neymar got hurt, but um they talked about the Copa America that they didn't win. Oh no, that they won without him, but they mentioned zero Copa America stuff. Um very little, yeah. Then he didn't they really uh, playing very many. Well, cuz yeah, he he was injured for that one. Um yeah. Then they talk about the whole situation with the woman in France, with the Brazilian woman in France. Honestly, I don't really necessarily want to get into that because we did a whole thing on that. We did on that. And we also did read the quotes from the district attorney of Brazil. We went through every, we went through all that. So yeah, I did like that they didn't just bring a report. I like that they actually showed the quotes from the DA from Brazil. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Adding, like them to put that in there. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, they didn't mention, they did not mention um, at that time, Neymar started taking pictures with Bolsonaro though. They did not mention that. Um, yeah, they mentioned zero politics. Yeah, but I mean, he started taking the pictures around that time when that was going on. I was like, mm, that's interesting. Yeah, that was uh, I was getting, I was getting, I was in a, I was getting pretty mad by them. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really want to talk about his dad anymore. Um, I, I did right here. Neymar. A lot of people become successful, and become megastars, and they become like this, like what you see is what they want you to see almost like Ronaldo. Like I don't necessarily, I don't know how Ronaldo really is in his yeah. personal life, but I know what Ronaldo, the image is right. And like, yeah. he, and that's, that's great. Like he's, he's that, he, you know, we all that he deserves that right to control that. Right. Like yeah, especially sure. being a celebrity, but I wrote, damn Neymar is the most Brazilian Brazilian of all time. Like this man Anytime I'm watching all these scenes of him talking, him like talking in slang to them, uh, interview him, talking to his friends around him, his friends giggling in the background. I'm like this is the most Brazilian man to ever be successful in history. Like he did not change a lick. <laughs> like yeah, he made of like became richer, but di- even when they was like showing a scene where he's in Brazil, he was like talking about like oh, that's Brazil. That's what happened. Like the cop beating up the kid on the streets. Like. I'm like, this is the most fucking Brazilian guy of all time here. Like, just completely unaffected. So that, I just thought that was interesting. It's like, he didn't turn into, like, American. Like, this guy just oh, no. straight straight was Brazilian. He's not even French. He's straight Brazilian. No, he definitely didn't change it up for the cameras no. either. No. I thought it was also really interesting that he, uh, during his injuries, not, I know, maybe because of me, I always find that intriguing. They didn't really go into it, but I thought it would have been cool if they kind of got into, like, more of, like, how him getting injured he his focus was during injury um he talked about being displaced he talked about um not watching games not wanting to be just playing only video games all the time and but i thought that was very interesting that like a lot of some athletes get like work on different things he just was like literally gets completely removed and just plays like video games i'm like that's interesting i'm like i, I do that a lot too i think that's very interesting that, like he does that like he plays he hunkers down and plays a ton of video games for like hours when he's like injured and stuff i'm like oh it's interesting to note well you don't really see athletes 
they don't really show athletes being that or doing that. You know, like you just think that they're just doing like PR or whatever. Like, yeah, he's like also doing recovery, but he also plays a ton of video games. I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, there was a um, there was a part where he was talking about um, how like like playing like playing the sport like you can tell he doesn't love the professional side of it no like no he likes to play but he doesn't love like the professional you're talking part. about the part of covid when he talked about yeah. how a lot of people like covid were like was hard for them to like uh he covid was great for him because it made him realize like he actually just really loves soccer like yeah. he didn't say he loved being like uh for whatever he or being he even talked about how he doesn't hates being famous he like said that before he's like oh in the show he's like oh i don't i being famous people think being famous is cool it's the worst like i don't like being famous yeah, which which but, i'm like yeah, eh, yeah but especially his level it's different like yeah doug you're insanely famous that's wild but i think he kind of likes it too though I mean, yeah, probably. I'm sure there's a, the parts he does like and parts he doesn't. But exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I think that he really does enjoy playing. Like he actually, he and his his game is very like, um, uh, you know, like it's very like, uh, uh, how do you say it? Like, it's a, he plays in a fun way. So like his game is like predicated on that. So I think he enjoys playing. So that's when he's like, it was kind of cute. Uh, my most Brazilian Brazilian moment ever was playing with his kids in the in the in the indoor yeah, the thing, yeah. and then they're playing and his kid like was telling him to go hustle and then like literally he says it without a smile on his face he's like i know you're not talking to me right now in portuguese i died i was just like this is certified certified i can't say it on the show but it was great like it was just it had me dying i was just that when he said a reaction I'm like that's the most brazilian you know what in history and i love that <laughs> <laughs> i was dying what, what letter does it start with no i'm joking um <laughs> what language um so episode three started off with uh him leaving um what he, is this wait what when he i think it's, it's like, i think it's like uh talking about when he um oh 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 when the when he doesn't he doesn't get to go to barcelona okay now this is something i wanted to say about this daggone documentary that there were it was happening in episode one and two but I was kind of like, okay, but then it started happening more in episode three, and I'm like, this is annoying now. They, uh, we got to listen to the ESPN FC people talk about Neymar so much. I was like, this oh is oh my co- god, and they're all making ridiculous okay. things too. Oh. I was like, I, I was like, this is a commercial for ESPN FC. I don't want to hear these bums talk about Neymar just hating. I'd rather hear the pundits in Spain. In France, in Brazil, they even I don't want the ESPN FC French dude too. I'm like, come on, dog, I don't yeah. want to hear this. Like, I don't want to hear the ESPN FC people. Like, they're not important, dude. Like, they're lame. They're not, and they're, and they're like making like, and I'm like, dang, you're just showing me like stupid media. Like, literally, like a lot of stuff they're showing is like literally irrelevant to what's going on. I'm like, okay, like you're just building a case for him, and I, I, that's not what it's about right now. The, the, these guys are just haters. Like. They they don't like anybody. Like they just ESPN FC is just to like hate on people. Yeah, so like, why, like, like 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 why are and, and also it's like this documentary, like Netflix, whoever is like acting like these are the people to listen to. And I'm like, no, they're not, dude. Like they're phony and fake. Like these people get on there and talk about stuff that they don't know about and act like they're authorities on stuff they on players they don't watch games they didn't watch leagues they don't watch they do that all day 
So I'm they, like, why they, are you? They, they're pretending like they're watching French League. They're making comments on there, showing Shock's comments, saying like, oh, Neymar gets to play a game now wherever he gets to do what he wants. I'm like, Doc, what? Just, just stop this. Like, okay, dude. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You were the same people that said that he wasn't doing nothing in Barcelona, and he was, like, literally a player of the year and got no love for that. Like, stop it, dog. So, yeah, they're just stupid. They're so stupid. It was very, 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 very annoying. Stop showing me so damn cults by them. I was getting so oh. angry hearing, hearing the, the damn Venezuelan dude talk. I'm like, please stop. Please. So annoying. Um, All of them, sadly, still have jobs at ESPN FC. Every single one of the people. Literally. Every single one. Yes. Um, okay, so then they go into the part where um, – Kobe dies, and um, quite as quite as kept. I fast forwarded. Um, uh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, boom, boom, boom. But it was also funny, like, uh, like they're showing the the. I guess it's not funny, but they're showing the memorial, the uh, state uh, Staples Center, and uh, Neymar sitting there watching Michael Jordan talk. I'm like, this fool don't know what the hell Michael Jordan's talking about right now. <laughs> um, no. Uh, uh... Yeah, respectfully, I was just like, okay, like, love you, dog. I know you're idol, but I don't know. That's cute, but no. Um, so then after that, they get into COVID. Um, oh, this is something else that I uh, was mentioned. I was like, I was like, oh, damn, it's a random Kaylor Navas uh, uh, appearance. And then, like, I think I, like, I wasn't, like, watching for a second. Like, I was, like, maybe like, I wasn't, like, watching the TV. And I could, but I was, like, listening. And I was like... I'm really mad that I can tell Di Maria's voice. Like, I'm really mad about that. He has a very distinct, like, and it's like, a very distinct Spanish, too. Like, how do I know Di Maria's Di Maria. voice? Yeah, I'm mad about too. that. Yeah, every time Di Maria talked to him, like, that's Di Maria right there. Like, literally, I'm like, how do I know his voice? That's annoying. I was, like, impersonating him around my house when I watch him, too. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so then, okay, so they get into, like, the beginning of COVID time, because um, Kobe died in January 2020. And then, like, um, yeah, like, the COVID stuff was kind of heating up a little bit February. Like, hmm, I don't know. Then in uh, uh, late February, she was just like, no, nah, it's not going to be a big deal. And then uh, NBA gets suspended while we're recording live on uh, <laughs> on We Made a Podcast. Utah Jazz game. And then uh, and then <laughs> and Belgian Dan told us on Twitch. And then it was over after that. Um, but I remember that match before the 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 match against BVB that they played behind closed doors. I remember that was significant for me because I remember um, that was around the time they were talking about Icardi being so good uh, that season. And then he had fallen off so hard. So they started Cavani for that uh, BVB match. And PSG ended up going through. Um, I feel like, oh, I think you kind of mentioned this. Um, and I think we were kind of talking about this already, but um, I think during the lockdown, you could tell that Neymar <laughs> doesn't really love like the res- having responsibilities like that. Um, but then they get into the rest of Champions League. So they played, obviously it was one-offs. Which was fun. That was a fun tournament. Yeah, it was fun. But definitely. It, I, I, I felt like it was like watching a movie series. Like, All right, here goes. Like, like it felt like uh, watching like Karate Kid or something, like knockout tournament. I was like, okay, dog, let's go. Um, Mortal Kombat. It was definitely fun for us, but it definitely puts an asterisk on that final. 
Look, man, it was fun, but I, I did not. You did not go through what everybody else had to go through. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. And 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 okay. So uh, real quick, so they they had the quarterfinal against Atalanta. That thing, crazy game. Crazy. It was close. That was a that was a great game to watch. Oh my god. And and, and that, Neymar, was, that was the first time I was like, I'm rocking with Atalanta probably forever now. Yeah. And uh, Neymar said we didn't realize it was going to be that hard. Okay. You know what's <laughs> funny? You know what's funny? They they had Neymar saying that, and they just kind of showed all the white dudes on Atalanta, like all the random dudes. I was like, yeah, them dudes are good, yo. They were yeah. those random uh, buzz cut hair dudes was, was ballers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's fun. I'm I'm not surprised PSG at all was like, yeah, like we just got to do our thing. They probably did like we just got to play our game, we'll win. These guys are like, yeah, we are literally leading leading Italian league in goals. We don't play. Like we're and sure as hell they did not play, dog. It was about that action. They're like, we're from you, Croatia. You boys out there, Duvan Zapata too. Like we're all Croatian. Even Zapata's Croatian now. Let's get a crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they had the quarterfinal against Atalanta, then the semifinal against Red Bull Leipzig, which also wasn't that easy. No. Then the then the final. Our, our boy was on there. Our boy was on the Red Bull Leipzig. Which one? Midfielder. Sabitzer, big baller, my big stabilizer. My my, my young homie Angelino went to went to Munich because racism is real. Big facts. Um, then they had the final against Bayern Munich, which they lost. Um, I we talked about this back when it happened. Um, although, like, like I mean, I guess it sounds crazy, and maybe I don't necessarily agree with this, but like on some level, I think it's good that PSG didn't win that final because, like. PSG is a, is a very hated team. They would have been putting an asterisk on it like hardcore if PSG won that one. Yeah, we all know why Byron gets a pass on that one. Yes, we do. We do. We know why. Um, I mean, even though my boy David Alba's on there, respect forever, real genie streets. Um, but and, and I'll never forget that moment when he's like hugging Neymar. That was very cute. Um, and I was like, that that only cemented to me. And then seeing nowadays, seeing how much Alba's a leader in Real Madrid, I'm like, I feel like everybody that ever played the sport likes Alba a lot. He seems like a really nice guy, like yeah. a great dude. Big and old that moment show right there. Like everybody's celebrating. He's like consoling someone. My like, damn, you're a sweetheart for that. Absolutely. Um, I did. And his, wa- and his, and his girlfriend's name Shalomar. But go ahead. Interesting. Um, I <laughs> I remember somebody I knew had a dog named Shalomar. One, um, one of my favorite groups, but. Yeah, they we made it a music award winner, retro artist of the year. <laughs> um, what's the name? Um, I did put that that Champions League had an asterisk, and I said that the only thing people really remember from that Champions League, like after it came back, is Raheem Sterling miss. <laughs> Raheem Sterling miss is just uh, come on, big dog. I still call it out when I play. <laughs> like, oh, Raheem hey, Sterling, hey, hey, like respectfully, Raheem Sterling, damn dog, you bossed the hell out of that joint. <laughs> it was the year two where you're, 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 it's just, yeah. Like y'all lost to Lyon, dude. 2020 soccer, I just remember, was the year where suddenly there was no racism in the sport because there's no fans. What a shocker. And also because that 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 asterisk was like, come on, man, like yeah, one chance. <laughs> like it is the Raheem Sterling with the whiff. And like no one remembers Byron winning for it. They're just like, Oh, yeah, I think Byron won a year, right? But like yeah, everybody you- remembers it was it was it was supposed to be PSG's year, though. Although they would have been hated on it. The 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 PSG was the headline. Like they did, they finally got to the final. They didn't get knocked out in the first round every year. Like while wow, they actually made it there. Yeah, and that shit don't matter. No. Um, what's the name? Um, I guess this is what I put. Uh, you think Neymar's dad wanted him to get a paternity test? But we already talked about that. <laughs> um, 
Yes. But, but yeah, um, they showed his foundation at the end too. Um, I thought that was cool to show that. Yeah, that, and I remember we 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 talked about that when that when that was going yeah. down. And I remember um uh, I when I used to follow him on Instagram. Um, I mm. I, I used mm. to do it. I don't know more. Mm. Um, I can't do it, dog. I'll be trying. It's just too much for me. Back back in the days, follow him. He always used to actually used to post a lot about the NGR Foundation. He used to always post and stuff. So I I've like seen this foundation for years. I literally remember how it looks like just for years. But uh, that, yeah, it was cool. They showed some of stuff and apparently how his mom's apparently really involved in it too. That's really cool. I did not uh, bring up the note that I put about his mom. I did not bring it up. And Rafaela made an appearance. Hey, yo, she made a couple. Um, uh, Jesus ex. Oh no. Um. They did put the uh, cards in the end to talk about his extension that he signed. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, it was like a two second, like two twenty five. I was like, what? What? Oh, oh, oh yeah, then, he did, huh? And then also I forgot. <laughs> yeah, and also that uh, Messi joined him at PSG. Yeah, they did because they were like, yeah, we've been editing this for three years. The things have happened. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I mean, overall. I'll say that I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, it's pretty good. I'm not, I'm, I think it was too long, but I thought it was pretty good. No, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not. Oh, I'm God. not like two so hours good. and a half. Like goddamn, <laughs> you're racist. I I'm not somebody that's like so into na- like I don't really care too much about players' personal lives that much. Like I'm not really that interested. Professional athletes are pretty boring to me. Um, but I thought it was I, I thought it was worth doing it for the show. Um, and worth watching. Um, I probably uh, would, I, I probably wouldn't have watched it if it was if we weren't gonna um, talk about it. But I do think it was good. I'm glad I watched it. Um, I'm not somebody that's a Neymar hater. Um, the and and I'll say this one more time. Like the bulk of my criticism has been about his play and not like his overall play, but mostly like how you spoke about like him holding the ball too long and and getting contact on purpose. That's been my biggest complaint about Neymar is like, don't invite contact. That's it really. As a player, I I think he's, I think he's incredible. Like I love to watch him play. I, I, I kind of wish he wasn't on PSG. Like I kind of wish he was on a different team, but um, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. What did you think overall? I thought it was good. Um, I really enjoyed watching it. I really enjoy. I've it's been really nice to see more soccer documentaries come out. Um, I just finished the Prime Video one, but it was in Portuguese of Brazil's Copa America run. Um, so that's been that's been really cool. Um, to watch and uh, especially uh, that was the first year of Chichi really getting it cracking. So um, there's no real Neymar presence in there too, which is cool to just see how everything is without him. Um, and uh. I like behind the scenes of some things. I don't like uh I don't really like these stuff because it's like okay, like you don't like course what? you're only gonna I don't like this kind of stuff about behind the scenes, like Uh-oh. when they show because I'm like, oh, of course you're only gonna show me what you wanna show me. And also like I don't want to like be in a place where I wanna find out. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't want that side of me to like be, you know, I don't want that thought to come ahead like, oh, I wanna know more. Like that's a creepy mindset to have. So Sure, show us what you want to show us, and that's why I'm fine with you know uh, uh, Ronaldo. Like, dude, show us what you want to show us. You have forty million followers, or do your thing, dog. Um, yeah, but it was a good documentary though. Um, it was really well done. I thought the the style was dope. 
Um, I really was happy. There was a ton of Portuguese in it. That was good to see. I'm glad they didn't dub anybody. Um, it made me, it made me happy to hear that. Um, I'm happy to hear Neymar attempting English. That was great too. Um, he was really just going in on Portuguese, but, um, yeah, that was pretty good. Actually made me like, um, I, I thought of the, oh, the most cap statement ever. What is his dad talking about wanting to elevate Liga? I was like, you're funny dog. That was like the most cap statement of the whole show. I wrote that down and I was like, don't the biggest L I ever heard the whole time was like, yeah, our real objective was just to elevate Liga. I'm like, can you stop dog? I mean, um, it's okay. You already talked about the paper. Just said it's okay to want the paper. Don't tell me you're what is just some kind of mission to elevate French league. Come on, dog. Stop. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, your business, man. Like, stop. <laughs> you got yeah. a whole corporation over there, two fifty people making three dollars an hour. Like, stop. Uh, can but can that not be the case, please? I don't. Are they? Are they do? Are they all slaves over there? No. Oh yeah, ain't nobody getting paid, Rockstar. Damn. But I mean, they got a management firm. They might be getting good money because they get cut a, a cut of player contract. So. I mean, I hope that they got at least one dark skinned person. Uh, Who, who's represented by NR Sport? Who? I don't know any players. I, I don't think they're doing all that. They probably doing some Brazilian players. Maybe, but is there some dark skinned people on payroll or what? We talking about man. Yeah, you know who? <laughs> who? You know who's on payroll. Is it a janitor? Yeah. Oh, come on, dog. Look at hope, that he's a, hope he's that homie that's the coach. Hope he's on payroll for life. That's a real one. Oh, it looked like he was. He looked like he was. I think he works at the foundation. He do something, but that's not enough. Um, okay, Caesar, really fast. Let's go through these other topics real fast. Um, we gotta show some love to Senegal winning AFCON. Absolutely. Um, Bam, I want you to say your favorite thing about AFCON this year. Like your favorite, what's your favorite thing? Favorite thing about AFCON this year, um, other than Comoros and uh, being there. Um, you know what? I feel like my favorite thing was that goal that the, I think it was from Comoros. I think it was a free kick. That that, that thing was from way out. My, my favorite was a Burkina Faso goal that wasn't supposed to go in. That shit was lit. Um um i think it was really nice to it was nice to see senegal win um i thought that was amazing um i remember the last afcon i was over here giving big love to senegal before hardy started watching um about the coach and hiring the coach hiring dg to be the coach i know he was a player back in the day and i remember actually talking about on the show like oh man like they got a foreign player they're just fun to watch you know they got they got um they got Sadio Mane base playing the whole midfield by himself, and uh, thank you, thank you. The no midfield, dude. None. No, it's literally it's literally it's Sadio Mane versus the world. Um, literally since the last World Cup, it's just backline forwards, That's, and I'm glad he got rewarded for it. Um, literally, because because that man, yeah, I'm glad he was the one that went to sleep with the trophy. Deserved that man was running around this tournament. So big love to Senegal. Disappointed in Balde, um, but yeah. And they have a black, uh, have an African coach. Not just a black coach, an African former player coach. Beautiful to see it. Um, And stays in a family within the family. We love that. So good good for Senegal for that win. 100%. Caesar, one of your favorite players before he tore his ACL, uh, Kurt Zuma. He was caught on camera. Um, I, I did like Kurt Zuma back in the day. Yeah, before he tore the ACL, we used to like him. It's rare you're right about me saying former player, one of my favorites, but this is one you're right. Yeah, he got kind of, he was still kind of goofy. When he tore his ACL, he got kind of fell off plus ratio. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, Kurt Zuma, he was he was on camera um, abusing a cat. 
I don't know who he got around him. Like whoever his homies is, whoever recorded that is like you. Like I'm glad that you got exposed uh, abusing this cat. But if you thought that dude was your friend, he definitely is not. Um, okay. Interesting take. He, he was fined two hundred fifty thousand pounds, nice. and um, he lost his Adidas contract. But he did start the next day for West Ham. He did start. And David Moises did say we're handling off the field. I'm like, okay. Dog, David well, Moises is like, I'm here to win. I don't care David about the yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that, that's great. You, you just give it to Coutinho. Um, anyway, so so big. Oh, wait, that's Aston Villa. Whatever. Same <laughs> color jerseys. Um, same burgundy and uh, teal. Um, yeah. Whack as hell he started. I don't know why he's starting him. His ACL don't even work no more anyways. Probably bone to bone on that ass. Um, and then um, a shout out to 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 you know the cat owner. I'm a cat owner. Shout out to the cat owners in the world. Bam's a, a ex now reformed cat owner. Um, I have I have had three cats in my life. Um, I, I've I've you know no comment, but I would never do that to a cat in my life. Like that's hor- horrendous. In what animal, country? Animal abuse. In what country? You're stupid. You're the one that saw them have sideways uh, testicles. Uh, so uh, oh no. I don't say that animal abuse is not funny. Uh, animal cruelty is not funny. Um, Humans are the reason why animals are domesticated. So they always became our slaves, our pets from the beginning without any choice of their own. So I think it's right. They at least you respect them and give them a decent life. I think it's messed up when they get abused and, and they're, they're treated with cruelty. He definitely kicked that cat and it was really uncomfortable to see. But you did send that video to me, though. What, what video? With no context. What video? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's definitely no context there, though. That's a click and watch. That's a click you're, and watch. You're literally terrible. I'm, I'm not terrible. I'm, no, you are. What okay. if I was triggered by that? Once animal? again, you're kind of doing like the Twitter people. You're, you're taking energy the wrong way all over the place. Caesar, can Which, I get context? What he, what he did is wrong, and not me sending the video. Can I get context next? What time? he did is wrong. No, you can't. You tag me in videos of the, the other stuff going on and mo- on motorcycles. So continue, <laughs> okay? So you don't get the you know context in me too. <laughs> You don't care about that people. was a crazy one. That one, someone went forty yards. But go ahead. It's like I was sitting down with some friends. I was like, oh, oh, oh. I was I at a dinner with some friends. I screamed. Yeah, they don't want to see that. Whatever. It you're, was great. That was a great screen record. Your your grimy friend is right here. Everybody else is. That, that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. And I I looked around the room. I was like, this is unshareable. <laughs> This is, this is unshareable, dog. I can't be like, hey, look what I just watched. <laughs> you can't do that. This one, uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna. Can I say something wild? No one's listening anymore, right? Go ahead. Okay. If that was, if that's the kind of videos they had on Rumble, I'd definitely be watching Rumble videos. But like, if Rumble had them kind of clips, I'd be on that website so heavy duty and be nuts. That's what they should do. They'd be like, yo, we want to get viewers. Let's just put all the wild videos on here, the Freedom Channel. Well, How about, the, let's go, Don Rumble. Woohoo! Well, I, I'll say two websites that are not that bad that got those World Star. Oh, yeah. And thegrandreport.com. Okay. The now there's report. a You're nuts for going to grandreport.com. <laughs> no, no, there's another one that got even worse stuff, which I'm not going to say on here. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. If Rumble had that, they'd, they'd take off to the moon. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, they're just like racist. They're not like yeah, they're grimy. boring. Like, you guys, you guys have boring people. Get, get me see videos of some them. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, Caesar. Um, also having to do not with Kurt Zuma, but he did used to play for Chelsea. Mm. Um, there have been four settlements. Uh, by, uh, four former youth team players for Chelsea 
have had um, settlements because they, uh, I guess they sued over um, facing racism at Chelsea's youth club um, between the ages of 14 and 18. They did, um, the, the cases were set to go to trial, but now there has been a settlement reached. Um, they don't, they didn't say what the settlement was, but I guess that um, on some level proves that uh, Chelsea's uh, youth club was racist, at least in the past. And don't react to that, react to this one. Well, um, I, I want to add to myself too, also it's about a player, but go ahead and see, maybe you have it written down. Oh, no, no. Oh, about a certain player yeah. in Chelsea? No, not a player, but a, a player also having a legal issue too. Who, who? Um, have you, anything, do you have anything on Chago Almada? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw something about that. I yeah. didn't. I didn't. I didn't like he, look into it. Okay. Well, his transfer was officially approved today. Like he's granted the visa and come to America to go so, play for Atlanta United. Yeah, like, it was announced, but he was f- facing sex offender charges in Argentina, um, and the cases were dismissed. But not. It wasn't because it was not guilty. It was a dismiss. The the, the the they just said we're not. Uh, we're okay. They did not. It's not going to go to trial anymore. But that doesn't mean you're innocent. So. I got my eye on you, big dog. I, I got my eye on you, homie. He is a baller on FIFA, though. Okay. Um, okay, Caesar. Yeah. this is kind of crazy. Atlanta have... United player. That, that's that's our MLS coverage right there. Watch out. Hey, guys. We, we talked about MLS, guys. Can you can you give us a Come on now. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, this is kind of crazy, actually. And I don't know if this will change, but um, Chelsea's unvaccinated players will be set to miss next month's uh, Champions League match against Lille because heard France France doesn't allow unvaccinated players uh, people to enter enter the country. Um, Thomas Tuchel did not mention who was unvaccinated on the team, but there are some unvaccinated players apparently, and if they don't get vaccinated in that time, they will not. Don't- apparently, they won't be allowed to in- enter France. Isn't it twenty one days before entry? I don't That's know. Three weeks, dog. You got three. Yo, your time's ticking. Tuchel said at some point, everybody who is not vaccinated will face some consequences. If players are not allowed to travel to France, this can create some problems for us in not being able to use key players. Probably Mason Mount. Anyways, yeah, anyways. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> um, Mount a, a heavy duty vaxxer. Apparently, the Premier League has. Well, said you, think, it, you think Pool Six anti vaxxer, dog? Yeah. Um, apparently, um, they said earlier this month, the Premier League said that 80 percent of its players have been double vaccinated. Um, so you have a good 20 percent who are not. And I don't know who they are, but if they don't get vaccinated, they will not be able to enter France. Pulisic said he when he, he, he he's been playing years overseas, he'd be lonely. So I need to be deep on YouTube. He probably, probably anti-vaxxer. Well, he's definitely like a Trump supporter. Um, really? Oh yeah, like he got caught like liking certain stuff on Instagram. And all oh kinds. no way! Oh yeah, he is. Then I, I I didn't really catch that. I'm not surprised though. Yeah, they'd be having all kinds of names for him. Um, uh, like like they have like uh nicknames for him. But I can't remember any of them, but um, but for some reasons, people still support U.S. Men's National Team. Um, okay, this was something crazy that I've seen uh, from Wayne Rooney. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if that was a boredom or an eye, eye rub, but okay. Th- th- this fool Wayne Rooney, this is like terrorism. He was saying that um, there was a match um, in 2006 
where he on purpose changed his studs to the maximum length and to metal ones. And he was like trying to uh, injure somebody. Um, And he ended up, um, he ended up, he was like saying like, I was going to like make sure. Yeah. He he ended up uh, uh, injuring John Terry. Um, Now, if he was doing this for other reasons, I'd have been down, but um, (laughs) He said that um, John Terry left the state left the stadium on crutches. I left a hole in his foot. Um, but I'm like, damn dog, like you was like really out there trying to injure somebody, like on purpose, like he calculated, and now yeah. he's being now he's being investigated. Yeah, that's sir, that's called assault. Hey, I, I know he's a bumbling idiot and he's a drunk, but hey, look here, dummy. Oh. These the, no, no, I'm not on that. No, you can't all this, man. Dog, you're gonna you're assaulting people. That's assault and battery, like. You can't, you, you, you're playing. That's all, you know what? It's all these losers fault over there that like really encourage us. Like, oh, you know, there's the hardcore metal league. Some idiot like this comes around and takes it too far. Like dog, this is people are real humans. I don't be putting holes in bodies. That's not what this is about. And I'm not even I'm trying to defend John Terry ever in these streets ever. Uh, honestly, kind of deserve it, but no, like whatever dog, like, but that, yeah, that that's too far. Like the insane. Yeah. He's probably like, wait, what am I getting charged for a crime? If, <laughs> if, Wayne, if Wayne Rooney said that I was going to tackle John Terry like that because of racist comments, he said, I would right now say that he's blacker than Chris Paul. Yes, if he, he, <laughs> I'm so mad. I said yes so fast. I didn't want to think about it. That's the problem with us right now. But yeah, if, he was, if he was you, uh, that was a problem. If that, if he was doing that, a freedom fight. I'm like, God damn, we need more people like him in the world. Some people just be throwing a whole, their whole career to, to to put down a racist. I can respect that. Um, but that wasn't the case. He was just doing it because he's a freak. That's different. <laughs> Yeah, insane. I couldn't believe that. I was like, I was like, yo, what are you doing right now, man? What, what, why did you think this is okay to talk about, stupid? Yeah, that too. It's like, why do you think it's okay to say? Did he watch Marcus Vick do it? And he's like, it's my turn. What did he do? With that one play when he did the the, the step down, he's like, that's not a bad idea. (laughs) Marcus Vick. Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. But, um, I'm going to keep my eye on this Chelsea unvaccinated players thing. I'm very intrigued by this, too. I, I already know when, when Kimmich got leaked, I was like, of course. Now now it's like, all right, now the, the, when that Bayern one was kind of wild, I was like, of course Kimmich. Is there there was, I think there was like a coach in Germany, too, got caught using a – had a fake vaccine card or two coaches. I actually know someone uh, I found out recently um, that, that was using a fake vaccine card. Wow! Mm-hmm. In, in, the whole, in the whole theater circuit, someone was rock, rocking a card. Dog. Say their name right now. <laughs> I'm not say his name. <laughs> okay, his. Okay, his. Okay, it's, it's a male. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah. really unfortunate. I, I found that out at dinner. I was very angry. By the way, that's really rough. Yeah. Anyway, we made a podcast episode two forty. Um, I feel like that was very long, but you, we got to do it. We we are the realists. We does this. Um, still. Uh, Is there a Sonya fight this weekend, UFC BAM? Um, I'm not going to watch that. But um, episode 250 is coming up in 10 episodes, and who knows what's going to happen then. Then it might be a UFC podcast. Yeah, we'll get Nicole on the show. Okay, yeah, yeah. Could do that again. Why not? Yeah. Uh, she hit me up about it. Let's do it. Again? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. 
Holler back, y'all. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. You legendary.